welcome to Blake Street Banter, where one of us knows what the word banter means. The other two are just along for the ride. Tyler, say hi. Hey, hey, hey. We are joined by Nick Bush. How you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me. And again, I know we just pointed it out, but you're looking sharp, man. I like it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Is that the normal get up? Like you wake up at five o'clock, six o'clock, <laughs> go to the field in the in the night yep. and come back I'll in look, it? I'll look sure. Yep. Head to the field and then come back in. Just hang out. That's that's commitment. Cause yeah. I, I'd be, I'd be slumping, man. I'd be baggy <laughs> sweatpants, the hoodie, Colorado Rockies hoodie or something. I'd be going. Yeah. yeah they want us, they want us to keep it professional. That's, I love that. That's sweet. Which is understandable. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have a different outfit or you just wear the same one every day? Uh, <laughs> they definitely get worn multiple times. That's for sure. I have, I have multiple outfits, but they definitely have to get worn. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome uh so tell us tell, tell us give us some inside scoops how's uh milb spring training going uh what you've been it's working good. on this past week what's, what's been happening man i mean it's good i mean everybody's obviously happy now that the big leaguers are finally getting back into it now but um for the minor league guys yeah it's been good camp's been going very smoothly so far i mean we've all we're all getting after it. we just had our um second day of lives today so it was nice nice any guys in the box stand out (laughs) what's that like by lives you mean you face some some of our guys yeah yeah we face some of our guys yeah anyone stand out to you (laughs) um i mean like the guys i was in last year was in spokane those are kind of the guys i came up with and those those a lot of those guys i faced today and uh i mean they're they're all good hitters but we, we we good competition we just go back and forth with each other okay so you struck out Grant Levine? <laughs> I didn't face Grant. I didn't oh, face okay. him. Okay. He's a friend of the pot, so I feel like I can throw that Yeah. In. I didn't get to face him. Okay. When you do, let us know how that goes. I will. Uh, how was the vibe today when the announcement was made? It was that- good. I mean, it, I don't think – they didn't, like, make a big announcement, like, all of us together because it was, like, a little bit after we broke from our meeting, our team meeting, when it, like, was actually announced. So, right. I mean, there was obviously, like, word going around, like, throughout the camp, but – we weren't like a big meeting or whatever, but it was all like everybody was happy. We're finally like they're getting back to us. It's been like uplifted, I guess. Yeah. Was there like was there a cloud hanging out like around? Like, could you was there a different tone this year than? Uh, it was definitely different. The biggest thing that was different was like the uh, all the head guys were always there every day. They yeah, which was nice. I mean, that was nice for us. I mean, they got to be one on one, like see us and stuff, which was nice. But now it was, was kind of like. You could definitely tell that the vibes are a little bit different, but everybody kind of seemed on edge. But it like towards the last couple of days, everybody seemed kind of upbeat because I think they were figuring stuff out. Yeah, that makes sense. That's wild. Like we, I, I was driving home from work and I saw the notification, and I'm pretty sure I shouted way too loud in my car that <laughs> we had a deal and baseball's back and it's yeah. major league baseball's back. I mean, minor leagues yeah. were playing either way, but it, it's just cool. It's just Good to have it back. Oh, yeah. Back it's good to for everybody. State, right? Yeah. Yep. All right. We let's will. talk about you. Let's stop wasting time. Let's talk about you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you coming on. Um, how bad of a golfer is Shelby Lackey? <laughs> He's not bad. He's not bad. We, uh, we, we can't – none of us can really say that we're good. I mean, we <laughs> want to tell ourselves that we're good. We'll, we'll say it and tell ourselves, but all we got to do is play with each other a couple of times and we'll obviously realize that we're not as good as we think we are. 
Still well, we, have, we, are, we all have our good days and bad days. It happens. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. So you went to LSU as a Georgia native. Um, how did that happen? I feel like that's almost so kind of it's kind of weird. So I grew up actually a fan of LSU baseball, like my whole okay. life. Like my mom pulled out drawings like after I went to LSU of like when I was a kid, like on old paper that I was like LSU Tigers, purple and gold, all this kind of stuff. And it was just I didn't realize it until like I got older and like all I would watch was LSU baseball. I didn't really like my dad went to UJ. Like I had family that went to Georgia. I love UJ football. I was diehard diehard Georgia fan growing up. Except baseball. Baseball is a different okay. story. It's LSU always. Well, so you were, you know, a pretty highly regarded high school recruit. Like people knew about you. So take us through that recruitment process. Like, was it, you know, the second you got that LSU offer, you were like, this is it? Yeah. Or so I, I, got, I got a decent amount of opportunities to go other places, but it was just, I knew from day one, I was like, I told my dad, I was like, if I ever get an offer from LSU, I don't care if it's, uh, walk on whatever it is I'm taking it like that's just what I want and then they called me and offered me the scholarship that I had and I took it and never looked back that's awesome and it's it's yeah definitely a rich baseball culture there so obviously you know you you're saying you're a lifelong fan you're keeping up with the current squad right oh yeah oh yeah are, are they I actually, winning I got a place out there in Baton Rouge after I got drafted and I for the first two off season I trained out there and I stayed in contact with all the guys because so I was there all off season, but uh, I wound up selling the house and stuff. That's a different story. Okay, are they are they winning the national championship this year? <laughs> this year, I mean, I would love for them to. Yeah, obviously, they're yeah. good. They're just young. It's just they're 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 gonna figure it out. I mean, they they always seem to hit very well every year. It's just the pitching. It's kind of like the starting role is where we're we have hard times every year. We have far, hard time finding the three guys to stay throughout the whole year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think for sure that this, of course, yeah, you, like you said, you guys have you know consistency with hitters. I think this is like one of the best lineups I've ever seen. Oh yeah, the lineup wise is it is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> they won't have trouble scoring runs. That's for sure. I, I definitely don't. I don't think they have a problem doing that. And and just one more one more thing on on the current squad. What do you have to say about Dylan Cruz? Just for like you know the general baseball community what do you have to say he's about he's the real deal I, I think I personally do because I saw him come in his freshman year I was there and training the offseason he came in as a pretty big kid and I was like impressed by what I saw I saw him in the fall and then the next this this coming season he came back and he was like 20 pounds heavier of muscle just looked like a just a bodybuilder basically <laughs> and he's just still mashing balls I mean he's he's really good I think he's really good was Jamarcus Russell a reason you liked LSU when he played um, baseball? Yeah, I would say it was a little bit of a reason, yeah. yeah. I would say so. I I grew up in Omaha or Nebraska, so CWS was always our ticket. And yeah. I remember cutting the line. Oh, I did cut the line. I joined other LSU fans because LSU shows out for, in Omaha. It's ridiculous oh, yeah. what they're able to do. And it was me and James who couldn't make it tonight. And we just started to go, LSU, LSU. <laughs> and everybody in the front of the line is like, come on in, come on in. Oh, yeah. And we got in. We were front seats in left field. And I remember seeing Jamarcus Russell just – no, it was right field. Jamarcus Russell just being giant human and just oh, yeah. seeing him have a rocket of an arm. That was my first LSU experience. And ever since then, I've always had a soft spot for him. And yeah. the 
It's it's just fun. Their fans are I mean, absolutely the fans nuts. are just. I mean, the fans are one. They are nuts, but they are just, they're all loving. I mean, they're they, yeah. they don't care who you are. You're welcome. Yeah, it was it was a grand time. Like we made we made friends for the next four hours out of oh, the yeah. bleacher, bleacher creatures. It was it was a blast. <laughs> That's my LSU experience. It, it was great, and I always That's had a soft awesome. spot because of them. But Jamarcus Russell, he was he was yeah. Great. Um, tell me how you got out of a small town. Cause I grew up in a town of 5,000. Did, I don't think we ever had recruits or anything. I mean, we never had any athletes. I think that yeah. might've been part of it, but was that different for you to get people to see you in such a small town? <sighs> to an extent? Yes. But I have one, I mean, Buster Posey went to my high school. So I, I have that proud one one proud moment of our other small town that we can say that we got Buster Posey. He came from there as well. So, I mean, in that aspect, we since Buster, we've always, like, my school has always had a little bit of kind of people would come and watch just because of we've always had at least one guy every year that's, that's pretty decent. Whether he pans out, I don't know, but we've always had somebody that's there should should be watching him, basically. So, I mean, I didn't have – I didn't have a lot of people at my high school games. It really, I got seen was when I played in like travel ball and like right. the summer and stuff. That was my main time that I got seen the most. Okay. So did travel ball, did you join like a, a other cities team or? I did. I, I wound up joining a team out of Atlanta and I went and okay. stayed up there for a summer and played up there at East Cobb. And I, that's, that's really where I got seen the most just because I, I was from a small town and I mean, it's just people don't come out there much. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they just don't show up. That yeah. makes sense. That's, that makes sense. Uh, another weird question. When did you know you were a lefty? My whole life. I My dad, he just made – he made it out. He wanted me to be a lefty. He said he always – every time I ever picked anything up, I started with my left, but he was like – once I started, he's like, I never wanted you to go back. I just want to make sure – keep putting everything in your left hand. And you just – it just naturally just came. Okay. I was curious because my brother, he's a natural lefty. But he yeah. throws right-handed, and he's younger than me, and I think it's because we had the right-handed glove, and yeah. that's just what it was. But he swings. Yeah, the only thing I golf right-handed. That's the only thing that I do. The only right-handed thing I do is golf. Would you swing a bat, lefty or righty? So I actually switch. I switch it in in high school. Okay. I was better from the left side. That's but, crazy. <laughs> which is weird. I was. I could hit from the left side, but I can't swing a golf club to save my life. <laughs> I was just gonna ask you: Do you need a do you need to reassess your golf game and keep, switch it I mean, up or what? I definitely have the power from the left side. I I just don't have any idea if I'm gonna hit the ball or where it's gonna go. <laughs> I mean, it's not necessarily so, a bad thing, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's fun. Uh, so Tommy John, you were you had it before your NCAA, NCAA debut. Um, how did that come about, and what was that like as what, 17, 18 years old? senior year of high school I actually my, my arm started bothering me and I, I didn't really pitch much my senior year I played outfield most of the time and the, I kind of lost a lot of interest in the draft at that point in high school and then I had my mindset I was going to college and then I got to college and they had me on like a rehab program from elbow and built up everything felt fine and then I had a, my first bullpen at LSU I felt like a super like tingle sensation in my fingers so we got a bunch of tests done and it was actually my nerve and my elbow. So I had surgery on that. Ouch. And that was a two month recovery. And after the two months, I came back, felt super strong, felt great. First bullpen back from that tore my UCL. Oh no. 
And then wow. that's when I was out for the rest of the year. Dang. Yeah. So was that when you were being recruited? No, I was actually on campus at that point. That You're was my right. first year. That was that was in the fall of my first year. Okay. Okay. Yep. What was that? What was that experience like for you mentally? Like you get to a place that you kind of dreamed yeah. of for years, and that's how it starts. Like how? Yeah, because it? it that that was probably I would have to say probably one of the hardest moments that I've I've actually been in in my life. It was it was very, it opened my eyes. I guess I could say like I I was expecting to be there and hopefully pan out to be somebody. I mean that's what I wanted. And then you get there and right away you get hurt and you know that the the what you got hurt from is basically a year you're out for a whole year so I knew I was going to miss it so I mean it was devastating but I had a, a phenomenal group of people around me to help me through it staff all my training people just phenomenal people that helped me through it that's really what got me through so LSU was obviously super supportive and able yes, to very. help me with all that yeah yep that's cool so well, then, so you came, then you came back 2017 had that run with the CWS runners up yep. How much fun was that season? Oh, it was. As your first real. Man, that season was unbelievable because it was like the team was so well to get. Like, we were so good together. It was just – it just – everything clicked on the baseball field. It was just everything was going our way, and it just seemed that way. Every game, it just felt like you'd show up at the field and you were basically guaranteed you were going to win the series. It it just felt that way. And And then we get to Omaha, obviously, and then lose it to Florida. But – I got to actually pitch in the first championship game against Florida, which was an unreal, unreal moment. That was awesome. There were a few, you know, big leaguers on that on that team. You got Greg. Is it Diekman or Dykeman? Diekman. Dykeman. It's Dykeman. Yeah. And then and then Alex Lange. Like, are you still, you know, keeping up with those guys? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah. They. Which Dykeman? He's he's been doing really well, and then Lang. He's also been up and down, doing really well as well. So hopefully both of them start out there this year. That's what we're hoping. And then Josh Smith too. Do you do you keep up? Yeah, with him? yeah. Me and Josh, me and Josh are pretty good friends. We um, he actually got traded to the the Rangers, so he's out here in Arizona now. So he's actually expecting a pretty good year as long as he stays healthy and everything. He's supposed to have a pretty good year, hopefully. And he gets to grow out the beard again. Yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Yeah, have to be cleanly shaven anymore. <laughs> Uh, go back to that CWS experience. How nuts was it being in front of that many fans at that young? Uh, yeah, that was just – because, I mean, at LSU, I mean, we already have a, an amazing set of fans. I mean, right. we are averaging 10,000 on a weekend. So, I mean, it, it's hard to it's hard to compete to that. And then you go to the College World Series and it's 22,000. It's like you didn't think you could get any more. Mm-hmm. And, and just about, I'd say, 80% of the fans that were there were all in purple and gold cheering for LSU. Yeah, especially at least that year. Yeah, it they just, were. It was crazy. <laughs> That's nuts. Did the uh, did you recognize any of the weird chants that they do? Like left side, left field sucks, right field sucks. The... <laughs> yeah, there's there's certain things that you'll hear like in the college world series that actually some you'll hear some really funny things. To be honest, because I was in the bullpen at LSU, so I was oh, out yeah. there and I got to like experience some of the, like the actual crowd scenery and stuff. So it was really cool. <laughs> Yeah, those those bleachers, man, they're fun. But you should oh, just yeah. go as a fan one year. Just whenever, <laughs> oh, yeah. when in like ten years, fifteen years, when you're retired after Absolutely. doing work for the Rockies, but it's it's a it's a blast. It's so yeah. much fun. I, it's been a hot minute since I've been there. I just love talking CWS. I have Rosenblatt Stadium seats in my backyard right now. Really? And we had I had all this stuff. I 
we went every year like i think we went almost to every single game possible or we'd find a way it was it was just a blast i loved it yeah so well, i mean i have my sisters came and stuff and they had an amazing time if my sisters can come and they have a good time it's obviously fun if you can get some, <laughs> girls, if you can get some girls to come and enjoy the college world series it's gotta be a good time right yeah it's, i mean it's for all ages there's really everything for something yeah, and it's it just is. a giant street party it's it's a yep. blast highly yep. recommend it it's it's so much fun so you lsu freshman sophomore year you play some summer ball in the Northwoods up in minnesota right um yep. and then drafted and you got went to boise and you did pretty yep. solid what was that yep. transition from the college to the pro-life like so the biggest transition i think for me was obviously i went i went from lsu having ten thousand fans at your games that whole atmosphere and the facility and everything and then you go to a short season team where it's you have a smaller park not as many fans not even well not even close to many fans no. <laughs> and then you're just kind of thrown into where it's like it's almost like kind of like a fraternity i mean you're just with a bunch of dudes and you're always with them throughout yeah. the whole season and just every day's basically the same day so it was like it was it was a, it was it was different because like college you don't play every single day yeah. you have days off you're going to class you're doing stuff like that but this is you show up to the field, you play your game, you go home, you wake up, rinse and repeat, do the same thing. So that was the biggest adjustment was having to get used to playing baseball every single day and having the same routine every day, just kind of getting over that. I guess don't get in a slump where you get bored. Kind of You don't want to ever let your mind get to that point because then it's like, what day is it? You never know what day it is, and it's just mm -hmm. like that. <laughs> but I think the other biggest thing was honestly was – I think the biggest thing was the, the fan aspect. It was just – that was an eye-opener because I didn't go to a small school where it was – like I have a bunch of friends that went to smaller schools that were like, man, we – like the people that we played in in front of boys, they were like, this is a lot of fans for us. And I was just kind of like starstruck because I've never <laughs> I've never really known that, honestly. So right. it, was, it, it was a good eye-opener, though. It was just like you have to you have to grind through things to get to where you want to be. It ain't it, – it's not handed to you. Right. So everybody's got to go through it, So which is which is nice. And what was the transition, you know, mostly at LSU, like you said, you were coming out of the pen. You made a few starts, but Rockies draft you, and, and you've been almost exclusively a starter. So what, what yeah, was so the mindset change? At LSU, at LSU, towards the end of my career the last year, I they started me a, a, a couple games, and I, I threw pretty well, and they wanted to continue to start me, but it was at the end of the season. So yeah, yeah. I kind of sat down with the coach and was like, hey, I really want to be a starter. I still have some eligibility left. And he was like, I think the best thing for you is to go to pro ball. You're ready. Like you need to go. So I just took him up and I was like, all right. So I got drafted and I told the Rocky, I was like, the one thing that I want is for y'all to, if I want to get drafted, I want y'all to allow me to start as long as I can. Obviously if I do it and I'm not good, then y'all can do whatever you want, but <laughs> at least give me a chance. And that's what they did. They gave me every opportunity. And I just took, I, I knew that I, all I had was that opportunity was either take it and run with it or, go to the bullpen so i just kind of taking a run with it and i i have to ask why why were you set on being a starter like why was because that i i really have never known any difference that was what i was yeah. in high school and i just i really like i'm a big routine person i like knowing when i'm throwing what i need to do to get ready all that kind of stuff and i didn't mind that lsu it was just a complete it's a completely different mindset for me right. i'm a big routine guy so on my start days i do the exact same thing i have it written down i do everything the same and I like that because once I get in that routine, I get comfortable, and then it just kind of ro rolls smoothly. 
Right. Yeah. One less thing you have to worry about. One less yeah. variable that might, you know, just ruin every like mess up everything. Yep. That makes yep. sense. I get that. And so, and I mean, it's worked out for you, right? Yeah. yeah. 2019 no, I, yes, man, I, organization all star. 2021 organization all star. It's uh, it's been good for you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to make the best out of it. I'm trying to get there. <laughs> it's sweet, because I mean, and you're not really the new age pitcher and i don't mean that in a bad way you don't throw the gas you don't throw yeah high beat oh, yeah. hundreds in with the like the crazy slider you you're a spot guy right like low yep. velocity big curveball um and you're doing that in this age and oh i think that needs to be recognized and it's pretty cool yeah well because i um, know i mean i know that i'm not gonna be that guy like you said i'm i'm never gonna be the guy that does 100 i just i'm not i'm i know where i'm good at and that's living in the low nineties and hitting my spots and throwing off speed. That's just, that's what my, that's what my good spot is. So I just use that. Cause I know I can, I can get out to that. I don't try to overdo it because I can't throw hundred. So there's no point. In trying. <laughs> exactly. Not going out there doing anything you can. Yeah. So what, what's, what are you working on right now? So what are you adding to the arsenal? What are you perfecting? What are you getting ready? So right for? now. So last year I brought in a cutter about halfway through the season, I think. And it actually turned out to be one of my best pitches. Um, my buddy, Ryan Feltner, he got called up last year. He's actually the one that showed it to me. Shout out to him. He, uh, he was, I was telling him that I've been wanting to throw one. I just can't figure out a grip. And he showed it to me. And he actually doesn't even throw the same one. He just showed me this. He's like, I've seen guys <laughs> throw like this. Try it. First time I tried it, it worked. And I never changed anything. So I just – I actually really like it. it. Plays really well off my forcing. I've been using a bunch, so I'm trying to trying to make that one of my staples in my arsenal now. That's so cool. And how is how is your changeup coming along? Like I know that's kind of been, I would say like your third pitch for a while. Like how do you feel about the changeup? Yeah, the changeup. That's that's been my baby for a long time. I, I'll always keep that. I'll always throw that. That's that's my favorite pitch to throw. I throw it yeah. the most out of anything other than the fastball so far, and that's why I'm. I'm trying to get to the point where I can get away from that a little bit, where I can throw more hard pitches like a cutter or a fastball or something, and then use that just to strike out, basically. Mm-hmm. Have the Rockies kind of guided it at all like that? I know you said that Feltner was kind of big on getting you that cutter, but the Rockies love guys who who work, you know, change up fastball and, if possible, that cutter. Like, is that something that they have advocated for? No. So, they – I mean, they like my – fastball and the changeup because that's what I've always used in my career and they've never really said anything that they want me to work on in that aspect just because it's always worked for me and then I added this this past year and I, I told them about it and we've I've thrown in multiple bullpens and they they've seemed to like it so they just told me to keep throwing it makes sense yeah I don't know if you're familiar with with Chris Rossin he was a, a Rockies reliever for you know I guess he was a starter too for a while and and I think you and him have a pretty similar arsenal especially with that you know that cutter coming yeah. yeah yeah he's he's i would say a fan favorite he was really defendable for a long time so yeah, <laughs> yeah. that'd be, be cool to see i still love the he fast pitched justin uh justin turner one time yeah he and it's, <laughs> and it's just a fantastic video and because justin Turner, he's a time timer hitter and yeah. Russell said nah we ain't doing this. It was awesome. So what was the call up last year? So you went from Spokane, dominated Spokane, 
and then hit a little bit of a patch in Hartford. What was that transition like? What what was that? Just the difference in levels? Like there was there was definitely a difference. I think the biggest difference for me was I was very reliant on my changeup in spoke, which I always have been. I was very reliant on it in Spokane just because it worked so much. I mean, it was just right. one of my pitches that was so dominating. It was like, it would be dumb for me not to use it basically. So I just, I threw it a lot. And the thing was with my changeup in Spokane was I could throw it at any count anywhere. And 90% of the times the guys were swinging mm-hmm. and I got to Hartford and my first outing was the complete opposite. It was like, I could throw my changeup right down the middle and they were just watching it. They were just like, we know that's your pitch. We're not going to swing at it. We're going to make you throw us what we want. This is kind of, that's kind of how my first outing felt, and it, and it kind of went that way because I threw – I had to mix in my fastballs and I had to throw strikes because they weren't swinging at anything that was not in the zone. So mm-hmm. I had to – once I was doing that, if I made a mistake, they would hurt it, and they did. And I gave up a couple runs in my first outing. And then after I think – I think I had a pretty decent second outing. I had a couple that were a little rough at the beginning, but then I started cruising. It was just – I had to get that mindset out where I just to trust my pitches and just throw them in the zone, know that I was going to get swing and misses. I was too worried about being too nasty, I guess you could say, uh-huh. which I didn't need to be. Because once I learned that I could th- start my changeup middle, middle, it's going to do what it's supposed to, they're going to swing and miss. I just didn't trust that at the beginning. Right. Going back to what we were talking about, trust your stuff. Your stuff is your yep. stuff and go with it. Yep, exactly. But I mean – that's, that's just human nature though, right? Like it's, all right, I got this call up. I'm, I'm pretty stoked about it. I'm doing something new, something di- different. I'm at that next level. I got to show out a little bit. Like, yeah, no, it's it's, just, it just comes out, right? Yeah, it's there. And and also a lot of the guys that when I did get called up, a lot of my buddies like Felton or Coffin, a bunch of my buddies that are pitchers, they, they even came up to me even before I started. And I didn't ask or anything. They're just, they're good guys. They came up to me like, listen, if you don't have a great outing, who cares? It, Mm-hmm. This is your first outing up here. Trust me, we've all had our first outing here, and we all got wrecked. It's like you have to let the first one go. Like even if it's if right. it's great, great. I mean, good for you. But if it's not, don't let it. Don't let it do any. Like don't let it hurt you. And that's that's kind of like that really helped me because my first one wasn't because obviously I was coming off of a, a roll in Spokane. I was just going six innings, seven innings every game. I was just rolling through people, and it just that didn't carry over. So it was kind of like a starstruck, and it was yeah. like can't let that get to me. Got to right. keep moving forward. I just that's why I just use that. Yeah, and I we talked to Kaufman back in December a little bit, and he said very similar things, just yeah. almost pretty much the same exact story. And so it's it's a thing, like it's oh, it is, yeah. I mean, the hitters forgotten. I they're, think they're in double A for a reason. I mean, they get better as you go. They do. Yeah, and that that in a that Northeast double A is stacked. Oh yeah, there is, it is. there is a lot of talent out there. It is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just, I think people forget about the human part of it. Like you have stuff, you have the stuff to do it, but there is also that mental component. There oh, is yeah. the other variables that I think just get lost. And yeah, no, yeah. A lot of people don't realize that the mental aspect of, I mean, it's not just baseball, it's any sport. I mean, it's life in general Anything. as itself. The mental thing is almost more important than it is just playing itself. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it takes such a big toll on just your body itself it's just if you if you can let yourself fight through that aspect it'll take you a long way because that's the hardest i mean that's the hardest part of anything right do you do anything for that because we darnell our boy darnell he mentioned that he does puzzles he does does things for his brain like once a day and that's kind of his 
his so mom I don't, has to I don't figure necessarily, it out. I don't necessarily do things like that. I just, I kind of basically, I don't want to say I live my life. Like I don't care. I just, mm -hmm. I'm very, I'm very go with the flow. Like I don't, I don't, I try not to stress myself out ever. I try yeah. to be as least stressful in my day as possible. It's like I, when I come home from the field, the last thing I do is think about my grips or something like that. I want to go come home and go play golf outside with the boys, just hang out, just, just mm -hmm. make your, that's our time to just not think about that kind of stuff. That's time to clear right. our minds, just be, be humans. Because mm -hmm. when we get to the field, that's when we lock in. I mean, it's, it's game on once we get there. And it's, and it's, it's easy for us to do once we get in that, after you've been in for it for years, you get in that role where you're like, once you get to the field, it's a, you're a completely different person from when you're outside the field. Yeah. And people just, it's hard for people on the outside to realize that because they just don't see, they don't see us on the outside. They don't see us on the outside as much. Right. Well, you should be grinding. You should be looking up video. <laughs> you should be doing this. You should be yeah. taking notes. And, and we, we do a lot of that. It's just <laughs> in our free time. That's not what we have to do. We can, we're allowed to clear our minds because it's, it's good for us. Again, you are humans. It's not like I'm out here <laughs> studying all the things I need to for my job. I'm not, I'm not spending all my time, my 24 hours doing my yeah. profession. So why should we expect you all to do it? Again, yeah. I think that gets lost with fans and people with ball players. Like, what are you not, why are you not doing better? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> it's, you, they are human. We're, we're, okay. we're trying. There's a lot of things that go into it. than just talent. We're, right. we're trying. Exactly. Like they are grinding. They are working. They're not just yeah. going to the field and then not doing stuff. I don't know. So yep. Don't be that person if you're listening, please. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, just, it, it grinds my gears. I hate it. Um, so I guess what are your goals for 2022? What are you what are you setting yourself up for? I mean, I really hope. I mean, I would love more than anything to break and go to AAA. I mean, if that happens, great. If it doesn't, it's not the end of the world. I mean, I'm okay going back to AA. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna compete and do whatever I can for the people that are watching. I mean, I'm not, I know I'm not in control of where I go. The only thing I can control is how I perform. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm going wherever I go and I'm going to perform to the best I can. Mm -hmm. And hopefully, hopefully, I mean, I'm hoping I have a good, another good year. And maybe at some point, whether it's a start or a relief role, maybe I get called up. That would be the best. That'd be the most ideal thing. Mm -hmm. We will definitely be rooting for that. But yeah, no, stay yeah. like you were saying, just with, with being a baseball player and a person, you know, do your thing. Don't think about all that too much. Just, yeah, take every day and just grind. Yeah. That'd be cool. And if when you make it there, we'll send you a BSB shirt and you can wear it under your jersey and just, oh, yeah. <laughs> just oh, rip yeah, it absolutely. off or whatever you need to do and just let us be there with you. Sure. <laughs> um, so usually we try to keep it around 30 minutes. So we're coming up to that mark. Uh, always like to end it with fun, fun questions. So we're going to ask you a little Rockies farm um, superlatives. Uh, who would you say from your experience with the Rockies guys would have the best fastball? The best fastball. Let's see. Hmm. I really think the best fastball that I've seen, honestly, is Feltner. I think he has one of the best fastballs. I mean, it's just, it's electric. It really is. When he, when he's a hundred percent, he's on, it's unbelievable. It really is. Yeah. And I think, cause we saw him, you know, make his debut 
I think he was throwing like two or three miles per hour slower than he was at the beginning of the year. Yeah, like, he, I think was, he, he was, was, he was pretty tired, I think. <laughs> yeah. The year. yeah, he was he was he was pretty gassed. So, I, yeah, I think people will be pleasantly surprised if, if we get to see him, you know, in April or May. Oh, no, like, yeah. the, the Rockies fans, they'll see him again pretty soon, I think. And <laughs> it'll be a completely different Feltner. I mean, because I, I spent basically all offseason with him this offseason. We, we pretty much trained together. So he's he's in good shape. He's ready to go. <laughs> I love that. Y'all, you all heard it here first. <laughs> uh, that's something to look forward to. Um, but so now staying on like the best pitch train, who who would you say has the best secondary pitch? Any any pitch off speed breaking. Let's see here. Um I'd have to say best off speed I've ever seen in our organization would be Riley Pine. His slider is the most insane thing ever yeah it's it's on it's 92 93 mile hour slider and it moves 20 inches i mean this that shouldn't be physically possible (laughs) well yeah so have you how has it been seeing him and great i mean well me and pine are really good me and pine are really good friends so i mean i've i've been in touch with him throughout the whole process of everything which everybody is beyond stoked to have him back i mean he's, he's he's where he needs to be and he's in a good he's in a good headspace and he's he's ready to go too. Yeah, that's that's awesome to hear. I mean, it was crazy, you know, seeing the retirement news. Yeah, so I just hope that he did what's you know what was best for him. And yeah, he, he just he just needed he needed to clear his mind, get a little break. He's good. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome to hear. Yeah. Oh, he couldn't he couldn't stay away from his boys long enough. That was the problem. <laughs> <laughs> he missed he missed us too much. Was he the one? <laughs> Early in the morning, sending so the group text, guys. What are you doing right now? Yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> he's all worried. He's all worried about what we're doing all the time. <laughs> uh, who would you say has the best pitching mindset that you've been around? Oh, pitching mindset. Let's see. I think PJ Pullen's got a really good pitching mindset. If you know who that guy is, he's a yeah. he's a really good left-handed reliever. He uh. He's got – he's very – I don't know him. So is Jake Bird. Jake Bird's another one. He's – he's yeah. his his thought process just in baseball in general is crazy. He's He reminds me so much of Scherzer. That's who he reminds me of. Really? <laughs> just a killer. Yeah. Literally, yeah. I mean, they're, that's like the perfect player comp if I could ever give Jake Bird a player comp. That's, that's a good one. I like Which that. is a good one to give. I mean, yeah. obviously, yeah. Yeah, we we've been trying to get PJ on because L- Lackey told us to reach out to him, and yeah, we've contacted him, and yeah, we're I'm big on PJ. We just yeah, wrote a little blurb yeah. about him. He's got, yeah, he's we, like, we like old PJ. Yeah. <laughs> All right, who is who's the biggest? I don't want to say clown because I think there's you know not the best term, but like who's the biggest jokester? You know, comedic relief. That's like the that. e- that's the easiest one. You already <laughs> you already talked to him. That's Shelby. That's the easy. Okay. I mean, that's, yeah, that doesn't can, surprise me at all. There's no there's no answer to answer fast enough for that. <laughs> um, no, that's funny because yeah, I mean it takes a couple minutes to like realize like okay, who has the best fastball? Who has the best secondary pitch? Who's the funniest guy? <laughs> Shelby. <laughs> it's not just it's not just funniest i've never met somebody in my life that knows everyone everyone he's, i mean he's got that energy about him i believe it's, that it's insane and if he doesn't know me you ask him like Who, who's that guy he'll go i'm not sure in five minutes he'll know everything about that guy <laughs> it's crazy 
he's got a, a very infectious personality. Like when we yeah. got off the, you know, the interview call with him, I was just like, wow, that's, you know, you don't, you don't meet a lot of people like that, let alone no, you don't. players. It's like, wow, that, that's and an even awesome when the, It don't change. Even when the season's over, it doesn't change. In the off season, he'll call you every other day. He's got to, he's got to, he's got to talk to you. He has to talk to everybody all the time. Does he that's, ever that's stop? Huh? He never stops, does he? Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> but that's, that, I mean, that's, that's what we love about him. That's just who he is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that doesn't surprise me one bit. That's awesome. You'll watch. You'll be watching a movie with Shelby, and he'll. Oh, oh, hold on! I got a phone call. He hops on <laughs> the phone. He's, he's on the phone. He's, he's yep. He's oh, he's a people person. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, this is gonna put you on the spot. Best teammate. Ooh, and it, it can't be That's Shelby Lackey. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is a tough one. Oh, um, it wasn't gonna be anyway. <laughs> man that's tough yeah that one's gotta be you know just one. the guy that can boost your your spirits like tell you the right things i guess that's kind of you know the the best way to think about it yeah um I'm trying to think from all the guys that i've been around who who's got that um tell me I, I, there's a bunch of guys that are very like just you'd want to have if you could pick one person you want them on your team i, mean, I can name two or three of those guys so it's it, one person, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, you know, let's see. Nate Harris, I mean, he's he's just an all-around just great dude. I mean, you just can't ask for a better guy. He's always going to be always going to be there for you if you ever need anything. And he's also a great teammate. I mean, he's mm-hmm. a great dude just in general. So, I mean, I think if I had to name one person, probably him. My favorite my favorite teammate ever is Mo Seha. He's not with us anymore, sadly, but that was my favorite. I mean, he's the greatest person ever. Yeah. I mean, if you ever needed a smile or you never needed to have a good day, you just look at Mo and your day's made. That's basically <laughs> how he was. That's awesome. Love that. Um, I'm surprised you didn't say your fiance. You're – Recently engaged. I think you missed out <laughs> yeah. on that there. Not, Out, not to outside of the baseball, bus, yeah, but... she's, def- she's, bas- she's definitely the one. Outside <laughs> of she's, she's the number one, that's for sure. <laughs> Congratulations on your engagement. Was the, Appreciate it. That happened right after the offseason, right? Yeah. Yep. Most, most nervous you've ever been? <laughs> I'd have to say so, yeah. I mean, like my, my other good friend, Bobby, he got married and stuff, and he, I kind of asked him, like, how was proposing, like, what was it like he was like i promise you you're not gonna remember anything and no. sure enough i don't i couldn't tell you what i said other than <laughs> yeah, uh, it was it was super nervous i was super nervous but it all worked out perfectly it was a great day that's awesome yeah it's we love love we're down yeah that's cool it's awesome. um all right and last thing tell us about your tattoo you got this nice little sleeve going on uh i do so it was what's your favorite part about it where to come from share a little it was a, it was a whole journey i mean i i actually made a I made a bet because my dad's super, he's super against kind of like tattoos and stuff. He never, (laughs) not against them. He just never like would ask, he would never tell you to get one or anything. Right. So I was in college and I've always, I wanted one. When I got to college, when I was a freshman, I wanted one. And I was just too scared to go get one behind my dad's back. I I just would never do that. I was too scared and I just didn't do it. And one day I called him up and I was like, Hey dad, I've been really thinking about this. I want to get, this was after surgery. I was like, I really want to get this tattoo. It's meaningful to me. Like, I really want to do it. He was like, 
all right, I'll make a deal with you. And I, for some reason, I, to this day, I cannot remember what our deal was. I just, I, I need to ask him. I can't remember what it was. Well, anyways, I, I wound up winning the deal and he had to pay for it. He had to pay for my first tattoo, which oh, is no. mind blowing that I ever got talked him into doing that. Well, he wound up paying for it. And it was, it was actually, I don't really pull my sleeve up. You see it. It was Jeremiah 29, 11. That was the first one. That was the first one I got in, in, um, in college. Where'd you go? There you go. Yep, I don't know where I went. And uh, I got that one. And it's just, it's super meaningful just to me, that that scripture itself. And I just use that. And then kind of off of that, I just basically kind of designed the whole thing. It's all, it's all kind of like religious and scripture, that kind of stuff. I just designed it myself throughout just a lot of planning. I sat down and it was just like, I want to do this at some point. I would draw and I would sketch out a lot of things. And I just pieced it together and took it to an artist and he kind of, put piece it all together in the designs that I got. And then mm-hmm. it, all flew, it all flew from there. That's, all awesome. flew That's cool. Do you, you go same guy every time? Yeah. The same yeah. guy was, did it all. Yep. That's cool. Took Love 24 that. hours total, I think. <laughs> are you, are you done? Are you adding? Uh, so that's been a, that's been a discussion that I've been having with the fiance. I mean, <laughs> I, do I want to be done? No, but obviously it's got to get passed through her first. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit different than dad right it's that's right a little bit that's, different yeah it's a, it's a little bit different i'm i'm kind of the dad let me go and now i'm into way stronger hands now yep <laughs> i've gone through this very same exact thing i wanted a few more tattoos and my wife is totally against them and yeah she's like no and she she likes them i mean she doesn't mind she was at first she was like she was like i don't want you to get a full sleeve i don't want that blah blah, blah. And I, I wound up convincing her. She was like, okay, you can get it. And I did. She loved it. So we'll so, see. Maybe down the road. Maybe as a yeah, wedding we'll gift see. or something too for, from yeah. her. <laughs> something like that. That's right. Uh, Nick, thank you for hanging out with us. This was fun. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Always, Thanks for having me. Always fun talking ball and keep grinding, keep doing your thing. And we are going to be watching, like, without a doubt. Every Sweet. every Nick Bush start, we are going to be watching yeah. eyes on. Well, hopefully, hopefully you get to see me on the big screen. That's what I'm hoping. Oh man, we we'll be there. We'll be popping champagne balls for you from afar. We got you, man. There we this go. There we go. Yep. <laughs> Love we'll, that. We're definitely doing that. All right, man. I appreciate. It. Yeah. Keep grinding. Keep doing your thing. Yeah. Go rocks, man. Yeah. Thank y'all. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah. See you later. Thank you for watching and listening. Please check out our link tree for more content.